All right, guys, and we're back. We're talking LAFC. Uh, this is going to be a solo pod. Um, had technical difficulties earlier, uh, trying to win my Wi-Fi and everything, so that's on me. Uh, but we're still going to get the content out, so it's just going to be me talking about it. Um, all the guys, JP was available to talk. We did a Twitter spaces. We made it happen on Twitter. So I'm going to just, uh, I was able to, you know, get the, get the Wi-Fi working later at night. Um, yeah, it's just going to be a solo pod. And we're going to talk about the LAFC. So I was at LAFC, was it last night? Yeah, last night, Sunday. It felt good to be back at the bank. It felt good to be watching uh, live soccer again. Um, it, was, it wasn't an easy game for LAFC. It was it was a tricky game to what, about the 82nd minute, the 80th minute, whenever Ryan Hongs had uh, scored that goal uh, to give him the lead. But look, this team, LAFC, I'm going to be honest, is is exciting to watch right now. Uh, they Vela had an off night. It's probably the, the worst game that I've seen Vela, Carlos Vela had, and they still won the game. And that that, that is impressive to say, because and, and Chicho wasn't really you know he was off. I would say Chicho Mahala. Let, let's just go with the front three. But Carlos Vela out of the front three probably had one you know if not the the worst game of, of the and the front three weren't gelling. Uh, they they had opportunities. Minnesota you. United had had opportunities, but they weren't able to convert. And I think what I what I saw um, from this team is how uh, how talented they are, but also how connected they are. Um, because the 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 thing that I saw that this team never gave up, and this team made it tougher in the second half to Minnesota United. They really applied the pressure, and, you, and they were able to break down Minnesota United because Minnesota United wasn't able to give it. 90 minutes they were able to give it what 82 minutes until that goal came up and that's that's what i, I noticed that's what lafc is going to do to teams is a was capable of doing to teams and those second half subs the adjustments uh that steve shono was able to do it is very it's been very very impressive um you know and to me that's that's what I, that's that's what a great team is able to do when your star your superstar doesn't produce um other the others are able to step up, you know. The and you know you had the, Ryan Ryan's Hong said scored his third goal of the season. That is crazy to see. That's crazy to say. Um, you know you had I think they, the the LAFC Twitter account tweeted that had like this is the seventh player that scored off the bench, seventh or eighth player scored off the bench, the bench. That is insane. In nine games, seven different players have scored off the bench, and that to me is is is, is insane. So. Um, but that just goes to the work that they've been putting up. That doesn't happen by luck. That just happens by preparation and everything they they, they do. Um, I want to see. I, I do want to talk about um the the goal. I want to see the, the the goal. Okay, let's let's go ahead and pull up the Ryan goal. The ensuing corner got knocked down. So I'll play it again because uh, this, this was a quick clip. Uh, but you see Carlos Vela uh, sends him the cross, and then Hollingshead just gets he's wide he's wide open and gets the ball. We'll play it again. To win. The ensuing corner got knocked down, and it's a goal. It's Ryan Hollingshead who gives LAFC the late lead. So uh, after the after the game uh, and the press call, I got you know we got to talk to Ryan. 
um, you know, I got to ask him, you know, something along those lines. I look, like, you, you came here uh, as a defensive presence, but now you're, you're an act, you're, you're an offensive threat, especially when it comes to set pieces. I think he scored all his goals from set pieces. Um, and I asked him that and he, he pretty much what he said, I'm just going to paraphrase here. He, he said, he realizes that Carlos, the, the other teams are looking at Carlos Vela, Chicho, Mahala, all these other offensive weapons. And he said that he knows he's going to have opportunities to be open and he's been capitalizing on those opportunities. And, and I love, I love what he, I love that he said that because um, he realizes that like he has another opportunity. He has an opportunity to really help this team out in a different way in an offensive way. And when you have Hongshead, uh Mamadou fall and, you know, Marie also got a goal this year. I, that is impressive when your defensive players, your center backs, your right backs, the whole back line is able to uh, produce and score. Uh, it's just like, it's just like, watch out. It's just, it's it just like, you literally got to watch out for everybody. And I think that makes it so much more difficult on, on the defenses and the, and the pressure because Hongs had came, he was a sub, he came in. So was Jose Sanfuentes who scored the second goal. But I think that to me, that's what I'm saying is when you're able to make these second half adjustments, bring in these players and able to score and get these three points, that, that says a lot. That says a lot, and it, it just goes through the work, and it's, it's very impressive to see. Um, we have a comment here from Carlos. He says, Bella isn't scoring, but he's dropping into the midfield and creating for others. He attracts defenders in open space for the other attackers. Um, good point. Uh, yeah, I think he definitely he definitely does have, he does have that, uh, that capability, does that. To me, it's just like it was just weird seeing him how off he was, how bad of a game he had. Um, it was just it was so weird because it's you're not used to Vela like losing the ball and being careless with the ball because you you know everything he's done is is just so quality it's a everything he, every time he touches the ball you, you know he's gonna do something amazing so when he has an off night he does look by the by by the way he's entitled to have a bad game because he just is he's Carlos Vela he's he, it's rarely you're rarely gonna see that happen so you know he's entitled to have a bad game. Um, but like I said earlier, the most impressive thing to me is he had a bad game and they still won the game uh, and they were still able to uh, outdo Minnesota United at, at the team. So, you know, and and, and your kid brings up another point. He said, except this time goals are coming from the whole team and not just Vela. Yeah, I forgot the, the, the you know, there's so many different players that have scored this season. And that is impressive because you're not you're not you're not just depending on Carlos Vela to score the goals or Chicho to score the goals. Everybody can score these goals. Mahala, you know, Jose Zinfuentes, everybody. Like I said, all the back line, you know, and I think when you have a team that's able to do that and able to you know, produce, then it, it it really puts on so much pressure on everybody else because everybody is – because sometimes you can just narrow it down. Oh, Carlos here. Appreciate the help. He says 12 different players have scored so far. I, that is insane. Essentially, a whole starting a whole starting eleven and a sub have scored for LFC. That 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 that's insane. Now you just need uh, Maxim Capota somehow score a goal. But no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's a crazy stat. Twelve different players have scored a goal for LFC. That like, what more can you ask? And I think after the game, I think we also uh, got to talk to Steve Sharundalo, and he just said he. He said something. I forgot what the question was, but I re recall what he said. He said um, when it was something along the lines of, about like you know certain players playing and stuff. But I recall his response, and I'm gonna paraphrase. He pretty much just said that 
he told everybody in his guy, all the guys, because there's so much talent, there's so much depth that he's like, look, there's going to be some sacrifices. And some of those sacrifices are certain, sometimes certain players are not going to play. And that's tough to hear. But at the same time, like, if you're winning and everything else, like every, every, right, every player outside of Carlos Vela, Chicho, I would, I would say every player except Carlos Vela knows that they have to do something else. Carlos Vela, given he, he's going to start day and if he's healthy, he's going to start. But other players are like, we've seen Chicho not start, you know? Um, you, you know, uh, Tashuri, he he was doing good and he he, he didn't get to play. Um, I don't know if he was injured. I, I should check on that. I don't know if he was on the roster, but you know, yeah, Brian Rodriguez, who's obviously injured right now. But all these different players have different roles, and you you know, it, it could be any 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 given player. Because look, you saw look, you saw uh, who was the man of the match. It was uh, Ryan's Hollingshead who came in the second half. You know, um, who he came in the second half. He had the opportunity. And I just checked, and yeah, to sure he was not available. Um, but you even have like Pancho Janela, you know, he came in, he had a beautiful assist. So uh, Ibiaga, who hasn't even played, um, you know, every player in the in the and every player in the in LAFC understands their role, and I think that 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 is an amazing thing to understand your role and know that you have to do. And then Carlos, here, yeah, to sure he's injured. Appreciate it. I, I figured that was. That was it. I just didn't check the the, the roster, um, but I think to me that that's the most impressive thing about this LAFC team that everybody is able to contribute and every, everybody's buying in um, to Steve Schill. A lot, like I've said this before, a lot of the credit has to go to um, John Thornton and Steve Schill because look, I, John Thornton, uh, Steve Schill was a questionable hire because we didn't know anything, but now I didn't know anything about him. I always have said. I'm on the wait and see approach, and I'm I like what I'm seeing, and just hearing him talking those press calls, the confidence that he has, and how relaxed he is, and you you I haven't watched the full practice, but just listening to the press call, I can under I can see how the I can see how the practices are right. It's very different from Bob Bradley, you know, who's very my way or the highway, and I think LAFC needed needed a type of coach like this. They needed a, a Steve Chono type of coach, right? Now the tactics and everything he he's he's getting them right. You know the only game that I seen he struggled was the Galaxy game and uh, I think the Timbers game, but they're at the top of the table. So can you really complain? I don't think so. Not when you're at the top of the table, right? So um, I like what he's doing. I, I like that he's a coach for LAFC. I think everybody, if you think if you're an LAFC fan, if if you still have doubts as teacher on though, you're crazy. Because nine games in, that's more enough to me to see that he is the right guy for the job. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in the U.S. Open Cup, um, the MLS playoffs, uh, right? They still have a, they're they're leading the for the supporters shield and all these different things. Now, those those that that's later on. But what I've seen nine games in, uh, Steve Schoenthal has been the right hire for this team, and he's he's having success. You know, and the, all the guys buy into it. And, and you know, another thing that. Uh, Ryan said that, you know, I ended up tweeting this out. He said that guys are gelling so well that they're spending so much time in, in the locker room that he has to kick them out and tell them to go see their families. <laughs> I thought that was, I thought that was just, I thought that was just funny uh, to see. Um, Anthony says, any news on Brian Rodriguez? No, but I, it's a, it's a, I believe it's a, a hamstring. Typically, hamstrings. I'm no doctor, by the way. Are four to six weeks, so. Uh, he's gonna be out. I'll, I'm assuming. I knew when he got that hamstring. Uh, he's gonna be out for at least a month. That's just my my opinion. That's not. 
that's not what LAFC has said or anything like that. That's just my observation. And plus, they don't really need Brian Rodriguez right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's not that that big of a deal. It's crazy. They're doing all this with one DP. The one one DP, you know? But that's how good they are. Um, you know, and he said uh, uh, his kid says Sharondo's okay spoiled with depth on this team. Just could he's using yeah, yeah. Yo, you could have depth and not know how to use it. And Toronto knows how to use it, you know, and he's rotating and he's he's letting players know that like, yo, if you're not performing, you know, I don't think he does it in a rude way, but like there's so much depth that like, you know, someone's injured. The next man uh, is going to step up. Uh, are you going to the Saturday game? Potentially. I should be there. I got I got a few things I, I want to go, but I, I it's not that I don't. I just got a bunch of things. I'm in the process of like moving and all these different things and stuff. So. It depends on what I got going on, but I'll definitely be at the Timbers game for sure. So it's a maybe. I'll watch. I'm gonna be watching the game. So it's a maybe. Are you gonna go to that to the game on Saturday, Anthony? Let me know. It'd be great to run into you guys. Um, Carlos said, "I'm glad to see Franco Escobar back up." Me too. It was good to see Franco back at right back. He he's very talented. Uh, you know, it's good to see him right there. Yeah, this month LAC is playing better teams. Yeah, Austin FC, man. August uh, May 18th. Can't wait for that game. That game is going to be really, really good. Um, David David says, Conca Champions Final on Wednesday. I respect Seattle, but I'm hoping Pumas wins it from MLS. I want LFC to win CCL or no one. Hey, <laughs> I, I I don't I don't blame you on that. But look, I'm look Seattle. If look, look, this is what I will say. I can't wait for the game on Wednesday. But if any team deserves to win the CCL in this format. I would say it's Seattle because of what they've done the last 10 years or whatever. Brian Schmetzer and everything that he's done with the Seattle Sanders has been impressive. And I get, yeah, if it's not your team, you don't want them to win it. I get that. But if there's any team that's done so much and has had the, the at least in the Western Conference, I, I really I really like what Seattle has done. And I always... Uh, and I like that they're, they're, they're really focusing on this. And look, if they, if they win it, they deserve it. They deserve it um, to win in this format because they have they, they have so much talent they, and they've been successful for. They haven't missed. I think they haven't. Missed, I think they've made the playoffs every single year that they've been that they've been in the MLS. I don't think they've missed it one year. Y'all let me know in the chat, but I don't. I don't think they've missed it. So I think that's been impressive. Brian Schmetcher is an amazing coach. So if they win it, I'm I'm about you know I'm a, I'm gonna be rooting for them because I I I, I think it's impressive of what they've done. And how they got here, but if they if they don't, it's unfortunate. We'll see if any of the LA teams uh, can do it. Um, Nathan, he said thoughts on Nathan Ordaz. Will Sharon will give homegrown minutes? I don't see that to be honest. Um, I think that's just to sign him to the homegrown deal. But I think I don't know anything about Nathan uh, to be honest. And look, we haven't even seen Christian Torres, and I can't see Christian Torres breaking into this team unless some injuries or anything like. There's just so much depth. Uh, on this team so we'll see i think it's just i think it's good to sign these kids to, to a homegrown deal uh but i definitely see it at the lights possibility um they yeah as carlos says they have philly portland austin next to the games yeah pretty tough games um yeah and look this is look if lafc has high hopes of being uh being uh hosting up a trophy that they're talking about this is this is a road. You got to beat all these three teams and let them know that you're the team this year. So yeah, he says I'll be there. Um, the, he says Carlos says Seattle is a good team. Their fans are insufferable. 
Yo, any hey, look, any fans that are not they're not on your side on some form, but I feel you. I feel you. Look, I was there when LFC lost. Uh, when they lost the Western Conference at, at home, it was, it was unfortunate because I, I wanted to see LAS. I wanted to see LAC make it go all the way through. Um, but we'll we'll see what what that happens. Um, but yeah, look to me, like I said, oh, I I need to play. I'm I'm kind of jumping around, just going with the chat with you guys. Uh, I do want to play this last goal that I didn't get to the seafood goal. Here we go. Morongo now running at Fisher. The byline got the cross in. Boxel stabbed it away in front of Musowski. Held in by Janela. Classic clock killing here by LAFC. Three added minutes on the way. Great ball by Janela. Palacios into the middle. away like that 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 one two the the passing the, the passing from everybody was there chicho janela uh cheeky that's what you want to see that's a that's what the the type of talent that this team has to put away teams like this especially in the 90th minute and it was cool to see i, I couldn't believe it. i was like wow this, this is this is amazing to watch and that's the type of caliber talent that they have and by no Means they could be doing this to almost almost every MLS team, um, you know. So that that's what we're seeing. I don't. We haven't seen peak LAFC, um, and I'm excited to see when we get to see peak LAFC because it's. I think it's gonna be insane. It really is. And to me, look, I know a lot of people want to talk about the 2019 team, but I feel like to me they they have the mo they have so much more talent. This this team twenty the twenty twenty two team than they do in the twenty nine team and I know that's crazy crazy to say because I'm not saying they're gonna accomplish the record or whatever I don't want to get that far deep but to me they're just more well rounded especially at the goalkeeper position and everything um, so yeah I I, I really uh, I'm really excited to see that he says Carlos says those are my favorite type of goals passing 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 goal same those are exciting. He says, uh, kid says, LAC versus Club America, the rematch. Yeah, uh, I will be there. Yep. August, SoFi. I've been asking. If you guys have been following, I've been asking for a game at SoFi. Um, yeah, and that's what I want to see. Uh, Carlos says, this team is deeper, more balanced than the 2019 team. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Free Flea J says, Galaxy needed a digital philosophy of possession for the sake of possession players. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we talked about it in the last, last segment uh, on the Galaxy side. Um, yeah, League's Cup. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, League's Cup is essentially going to be the tournament. What, after, is it before the 2026 World Cup? Is it 2024 when Liga MX and uh, MLS are doing the tournament? Uh, or is it 2023? I don't remember. There's there's a lot of things going on. Um, but, yeah, League's, League's Cup, I think it is next season. Uh, but League, League's Cup is going to be the tournament, um, you know, and we're going to see finally – you know, I really want MLS to get rid of this 3DP thing. It's just so annoying. And it's just to understand. Understanding this league, it's a little frustrating. 
I mean, I, I got to like research a lot more and like, you know, just before now I understand it, but before it was just like, what is a DP? What is a TAM? What is, it's so confusing. I think that limits someone to wanting to know, right? Like we're, we're in the U S we're in America, right? So it's like, you're used to like baseball, basketball and the NFL, like roster instruction you kind of understand. But when you, you have different terminology that people don't really understand, that's where it gets tricky. And we know that the MLS teams are a disadvantage to the Liga MX team because of the way they don't have no restrictions on building how they build rosters or, you know, how much they, you know, they can only play, you know, three players over a million dollars. So, well, we'll see. I hope they get, I hope uh, Don Gobber and MLS eventually gets rid of it because, you know, I think the league's at a point that they're, they're, they're pretty good and the, they got really good owners that have deep pockets and by no means, Teams should only be limited to only being able to spend more than three million dollars, or only three million on a only three DPS and pay them only more, only three a million dollars is what I'm trying to say. So we'll see what happens. That's just a little tangent. Um, Carlos says if Bob wasn't so stubborn and played it with a true six with the choice of playing the A2019 five in with <laughs> man that 2019 you ain't got to go back. But I look Bob was stubborn. Uh, yeah, it was stubborn. I just feel like. The he, he, the Seattle Brian Schmetzer really 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 got some. They were they were close on that Concacaf Champions League. So, um, but we'll see. Look, I think I think even though Bob was stubborn, he was the right guy to build a foundation for LAFC for everything. Steve Sharundolo is still playing with the four three three formation of what Bob created. He's just tweaking it his way. He's he's twe- he's just improving it the way he 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 he. What did he he said something. Yeah, along the lines about this, he's just like he just wanted to adjust certain things because the way they're playing is is, is good. You know, it's good. It just needed some tweaks, and you're seeing those tweaks, especially on the defensive end when he's focused a lot more. You know, Steve Sharondolo. Well, I'm assuming he was. I think he was a right back, right? He played defense. Uh, he he's putting that. So you know, players like you know, uh, we've seen better from Jesus Murillo this season, right? They're still. He still lacks some. Uh, he still lacks a, a certain things, but you're seeing a better, uh, better play from him. You know, Mamadou Fall is going to do good from him. You know, Chiki Balacios, um, even though he had a, a little bit of a slow start in that first half, you're starting to see the defense being a little bit more more solid there. So, yeah, David says I like MLS growing responsibly. Three DPs work for me slowly. Okay, I guess look if you, if you like the three DP thing. By all means, to me, I'm just tired of it. I just want to see. By no means, you got to go out and get like you know, spend millions of dollars like you do in Europe. Nor, nor would you see that. I just, I just feel like you know, the terminology and learning all this stuff, it, it gets a little, it, it it gets a little tricky. He said he's playing with the six. Ilya gives the team more balance. Ilya Sanchez is an amazing player. He is such an amazing player. You know. Did I did we did we quickly forget about Eduardo Tuesta? I think we kind of did because how good Ilya Sanchez is doing there, and also Kellen Acosta. There's just so much more talent. There's so much more eco balanced talent there. So yeah, it, it's crazy. And you know, Steve 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 does something amazing. Wins some type of cup in this first year. That that'd be very impressive. Um, uh, kid says Strondolo could have LSC playing pretty, but that shouldn't distract from hardware being their objective. And CCL, yeah, it, look, hardware and, and CCL qualification uh, and as a norm, I agree. 
but look, if you're a team in LA, you have that should be that should be it. That should be your thing. And by no means, I think both teams in LA by they should be playing in the CCL um every year. They just should because of the talent they produce and the type of players, coaches. Now, if they can't do it, then it's something wrong with the organization. You know, you can have an off year. LASC had a bad year last year, but it looks like they've bounced back. You know, we'll see how they how strong they're finished because you know, one thing, one thing I know LAFC fans want this year is, is that silverware. Um, so we'll we'll see we'll see how that happens. But right now, like I said, nine games in, everything everything's looking good. The tricky thing is this weekend or these weekends, Saturday, Philadelphia, and then Tuesday, Open Cup. The good thing they're both going both games are at home. So you got Saturday against Philly, and then Tuesday against the Timbers. So. Is Carlos Vela going to start against Philly? I'm not sure. Is Chijo going to start? Who's going to start? The good thing is they got depth. We'll see um, who will be available. Because to me, look, Open Cup, you want to you want to win. So I don't think even if they don't play the starters this Saturday and you prioritize Timbers, the the Open Cup game on on Tuesday, and say look, let's let's just say LAFC doesn't get a positive result, or say they lose or potentially get a tie. Uh, I don't think you, you really you're really gonna be upset if you prioritize any well you gotta win Tuesday's game, obviously. So yeah, I I don't think you, you you'd be too upset. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how, how this uh these back to back games uh work. Carlos says Acosta's looking more and more comfortable. The team will be uh hard to beat once the midfield. Yep, I'd be and he also has a I can't wait for him to start scoring a goal from half field. I mean not half field from outside the eighteen because he he's had he's had a couple shots outside the eighteen. That's been um, they they are pretty close to getting there. Uh, David says, by the way, what's been the vibe like regarding Angel City FC? I'm out of state now. Unfortunately, I was not able to go. I was busy. I had to work that day. Um, I didn't get to go, but I saw everything for social media. It was exciting. It just it just would be too hard for me to. Co- I will I will cover an Angel City game. I'm excited. I'm a fan. I'm a supporter of Angel City. It's just. It's a lot going on, you know, covering both L.A. teams for me. It's just too much going on. So, but I will be, look, the vibe is exciting from what I can tell you. Um, you know, everything that I see, I see, you know, obviously, you know, the women and everything like that. That's a women's sport. But I love that, the, you know, we have a women's team that we can support. And I, I'm, I'm the biggest supporter, uh, one of the biggest supporters that, that needs to catch a game there. So I know the vibe has been amazing. Um, he says, uh, we'll go to the next one. Uh, we did talk about Galaxy previously. Tuesday's game is an elation game. That should be probably the priority thing. I agree. Yeah, that, that definitely should be the priority. Uh, Samuel, we did talk about the Galaxy in the, uh, in the first 30 minutes. Um, and I answered that, but yeah, he says, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. He says, Masovsky, I think he has earned his stripes as a value coach goals for open cup. Look, I've been saying this. Danny Masovsky to me is an as a starter in MLS. He is a starter uh, outside of uh, LAFC because there's just so much so much depth. But uh, Danny Masovsky, whether he decides to stay with LAFC, I don't know his contract situation, but uh, whether after this season or whatever, he could definitely get some in. or he can stay with LAFC. That's a, that's his choice. But to me, he's a starter. Um, I, I I love his work ethic and yeah, Open Cup is uh, is definitely gonna uh, is definitely it, oh, definitely the game for him to to shine. But 
Uh, maybe I think maybe you start Masovsky against Philly because you know, and then I don't know because I definitely believe I definitely believe they're gonna want to win that game against Timbers, who's uh, LAFC's second biggest uh, rival. You know, you definitely don't, you definitely don't want to lose to the Timbers at home. So I would I wouldn't mind seeing Danny Masovsky get the start on Saturday, and then you prioritize um, your other starters on on Tuesday. Gotcha. We'll check that out. Thanks, homie. No doubt. No doubt, Samuel. Um, but yeah, guys, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, y'all have <laughs> hopping on this late night, like I said, with uh, my technical Wi-Fi situation earlier today. It was frustrating, but I just figured I'd, I'd try to chop it up with you guys. I didn't know if anybody was going to be up late, but we got a few of you guys here. But yeah, I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap things up and end things here. So, hey, I appreciate you night owls hopping in. It's almost 11, 11 p.m. I started this around 10 p.m. So I appreciate all the night owls uh, hopping in here, asking questions um, and, and, and enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Before I let, uh, I let you guys go. Um, uh, yeah, I know some of you guys had asked for the for the T-shirts. So if you're on YouTube, there's a link uh for the for the t-shirts um if you guys are if you guys are interested in the la soccer Hub t-shirts the link you don't feel forced to buy anything anything like that if you're interested i know some people would ask for it um either way look if you want to support that's amazing i would definitely appreciate that if you don't as long as you tune in man you listen to the message you listen to the podcast that that's good enough for me so with that said guys hope you guys have a good night and i'll talk to you guys uh next time bye everybody Thank you.